What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Did you miss us? We took a week off. We needed a week off. And we actually recorded on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving evening. But I was like, eh, I'll save it for next week. So here it is. Here's what we recorded last week. Uh, we had a great show. We got some, we drink some great beers. And we also uh, have a, uh, I guess it was timely beer news stories a little bit. It's a little stale now, but hey, it's still uh, something uh, up front in the beer industry. Talking about uh, that brewery out there in Massachusetts. No, not that one. The little bit smaller one. And then let's see, uh, what else? Oh, yeah. And then Return of Coach's Corner. It's about time. Took a while, but we got, we brought it back. And uh, shoot, by the end, it devolved. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of frivolity in this one. I was cracking up as I was editing, throwing in the the sound drops and the, um, the what do you call it? The, the music, the music bed. So anyway, um, before we get to the show, just want to remind you to join us on Instagram and untap search cold brew podcast. And so without further ado, it's time for another cold brew. Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios, I am Greg, he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. Oh man, another Thanksgiving has come and gone. Oh, I am full, I am stuffed, I probably gained about, eh, about three or five, three to five pounds. Oh, yes. A lot. I had I had two Thanksgivings. I'll talk about it later. But I had two Thanksgivings this year, man. Yes. Lucky me. <laughs> Is it your record? Is that your most? It might be. It might be. Yes, it might yes. be. Yes. If, if you went to three or more Thanksgivings this year, <laughs> shout us to Holly, dog. Yeah. You also might be a redneck too. Yeah. <laughs> your 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 premise was like right on like Jeff Foxworthy lines. <laughs> anyway, oh, I got a text. Who did I get a text from? Ah, from uh, from a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of my old buddies back in the day, um, back from the Bay Area. They, they well, somebody said, "Hey, happy Thanksgiving, jerks." Thank you. Anyway, how did you win? <laughs> they found me. They tracked me down. All right, you ready to talk about beer? I believe I am. All right, so I have in front of me from our good friends down in, shoot, where are they out of? I know they're in, oh, Glendale, California, not Glendale, Arizona, Glendale, California, from Paperback uh, Brewing Company. The real uh, Glendale? <laughs> I, which one, I wonder which one is first. I never looked that up. That's a good question. That's a good, uh, that's a good point. Um. Anyway, hey, uh, this Glendale over here in Arizona has an NFL stadium, so they're more established, I think. Um, but then again, wait, but but yeah, but the other Glendale had cold trickle. Oh, and and the other Glendale uh, distributes beer because the only brewery out in Glendale, Arizona, is uh, Throne Brewing, and they only distribute locally. And so we're getting this wow. out of California, from Paperback Brewing Company. I have their 
Santa was a werewolf. West Coast IPA. I heard of that one. Yeah, it's got a Santa's on. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I get, I get, um, I, I know I get paperback beers out, out this way. Yeah. I don't know if I ever featured one on the show, but I, I remember that name, Santa was a werewolf, because, uh, well, a lot of paperback, uh, beers have a, uh, very, uh, creative and, uh, longer name. I don't want to say unique, could be, because all beer names should be unique, right? Right. By, by definition. Yeah. However, they have like a, a, um, a tendency to do a, a multi-word names for their beers. Yeah, like uh, I think I have I had one goes called uh, Bunny with a Chainsaw or something like that, and they have um, shoot they have one that's like very very Italian like Capiche or something like that. Is there their Italian lager? But anyway, you're right. Angul, Gabagul. You'll have the Gabagul. Oh uh, yeah, all, they're all Angul, yeah. They made me leave my dog behind. They wouldn't let you take your dog? He only answered to his name. What was his name? Fungul. Anyway, Paperback Brewing Company. Uh, I have their West Coast IPA, um, and it features Citra, Eldorado, and Mosaic Hops as a 4.9 SRM. Uh, an IBU rating of 60 and a 7.2% alcohol pint by volume. It has uh, the can art's really good. It's got a um, I would I would call like a white werewolf, like a, a frost werewolf, on the on the cover because he's uh, in a snowy background in in a Santa suit holding a, an elf in his left hand who looks like a little bit kind of like a knockoff uh, Lucky Charms elf and a, a pint of beer in his right hand. And there's also Rudolph uh, with his nose so bright looking at him angrily. And it looks like the Rudolph, uh, a knockoff, um, the, uh, what, what's that? Uh, is it Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, that uh, stop-motion um, kid special? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, is it Rudolph? Rudolph Saves Christmas or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Exa- you know what I'm talking about. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, so yeah, it's got uh, yeah, a... There's like a whole series of them, though, like because there's the one with the, uh, the uh, like, the Abominable Snowman and the Heat... What was Heat Miser? Yeah. Heat Miser was a bad guy. Yeah. Oh, and there's, um, is the Santa Claus is Coming to Town is another one. Anyway, um, anyway, so yeah, it has a it has a Rudolph on there. Anyway, I was just talking about the can. I'm waxing poetic, so let me get to the beer, and I'll let you talk about yours, and then uh, I'll let you know what I think of this one. The Santa is a werewolf. Since Thanksgiving is over, it's Christmas time. Shit, man. Th- to be honest, it was Christmas time uh, like around Halloween around here, with all the uh, the ads and the the the, the chain store um, decorations. But nevertheless, pop off. What do you got? I have one of my favorite beers from Twenty First Amendment. I have their Winter Spice Ale Fireside Check. Ooh, nice. So it's a um, well, it's it's a nice winter beer. It's a seven point eight. Uh, I'm excuse me, seven point nine ABV. Uh, <laughs> you trying to uh, short them a, a point? Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, 45 IBUs, and it's uh, the most wonderful time of the year again. Time to gather with family, friends, besides a warm fireplace, and share some holiday cheer. 
our fireside chat winter ale is warming and delicious as a, a reindeer says like a hug and kick in the rear at the same time <laughs> we begin with a rich deep toffee colored winter warmer ale and then we hand select spices and cocoa nibs until we know we have a beer worth sharing so no matter how you celebrate or where you are grab a spot by the fire and a friend and share the seat ingredients are uh, the malts are pale Munich wheat crystal debittered black uh, chocolate malt and abbey the hops are columbus and u.s goldings special ingredients are spices and coca so without any further ado pop up this is probably my second favorite beer by 21st title for those of you keeping score at home uh, what would be your first stay tuned <laughs> all right then very nice i like that well uh, that i'm Asking people to stay tuned. Uh, they don't make a beer called State. <laughs> Wasn't that a John Ritter movie? Was it? I think so. Yeah. Remember he he got like sucked into the TV or some fa- fantastical bullshit. Anyway. Oh okay. Um, this was really good. I like this. Uh, Santa. Was that Rachi when he made Skin Deep? Remember Skin Deep? Oh, that was a good one, man. That was a really good movie. The condom scene. <laughs> Remember, yeah, with the 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 shadow, right? No, the, the glow in the dark condoms. Oh, the glow—that's what it was. The glow in the dark condoms. Yeah, and it was like, dude, they made him a little bit, little well endowed in that movie. I don't know. I I've never seen him for real, but he was a little Milton Bur- Milton Burlish right there. <clears throat> I think they had a stunt cock. That's what All I'm trying right. to say. <laughs> I don't know, man, because you know, you know, when he was on. Three's company, he has some tight pants. Not that I was looking, but you figured you'd see a hog down there every once in a while, but I never really noticed. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to the Santa is a werewolf. <laughs> I think we're getting uh, banned from YouTube now. Yeah, let's rain it back. Let's mm. rain it. Reindeer it back. Uh, Santa is a werewolf. This was really good, man. This one's like a nice, clean, West Coast-style IPA. Um, tropical, almost fruity, and uh, not really too danky. For when they say West Coast, I'm really waiting for the dank, but I guess that's the the Pacific Northwest uh, type of West Coast IPA. This is more of like a San Diego IPA, um, clean, hoppy, tropical, uh, fruity type of IPA. Really good. I like it, and it makes sense because they're it's, they come from uh, Glendale, California. I would call that LA, right? The LA area. I dev- it's definitely SoCal. I, I don't know about the whole... Uh, I'm learning more and more as I, I do know and meet people from Southern California of of what's L.A. like. <laughs> Put it this way. They would probably claim L.A., but Glendale versus uh, people from L.A. claim them. L.A. proper, yeah, or LBC. I think, uh, yeah, when you're getting out there in Pasadena, I think Pasadena is a little bit too far away. Glendale, I'm not sure. Riverside, it's... I don't know. I guess you have to talk to people more. I mean, because that's there. another thing, too. It's like they'll say, oh, it's just Orange, you know, Orange County. Yeah. So, But there's also L.A. County, too. So anyway. Right. Well, is Glendale in Orange or in L.A.? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Yeah. I know Anaheim's in Orange. But anyway. All right. This was, re- this was really good. I like it. It's a very good West Coast IPA. 
Um, how's your beer, man? I, I know it's one of your favorites, but uh, now that you're drinking it here and being a little bit more critical rather than just enjoying it, um, what do you think? What, what, what are your tasty notes? You know, I, I like it because it's a, it's a darker beer. It's a you know darker malt, malt yeah. forward, and it's got nice nice spices. I really don't taste the cacao, if you will, or the cocoa nibs uh-huh. uh, as advertised. However, <laughs> maybe they just kind of uh, sweeten it out and kind of just uh, neutralize the hops. So, because yeah. there is sweetness to it, and you know, maybe the the spices overshadow the chocolatey, but not the sweetness. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. But like I said, enjoyable. One of my favorite beers. So, uh, button your. <laughs> right. All right. So we will rate our beers later on in the show during our untapped portion. So it's Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. So right now, it is time for some beer news. All right, so the first story, the, the biggest story on Instagram anyway, and in Beer Advocate and you know all the beer channels, is the Treehouse of Horrors, as I like to call it. Um, I think we're, we're, we're in the season right now, the fall spooky season, Treehouse of Horrors. I don't know if you have followed this, but um, Treehouse, uh, a, suit, a lawsuit was filed against Treehouse Brewing uh, Partners over lavish lifestyles and skirting shareholders uh, can't even talk uh, I'm gonna hit the the major talking points I'm not it's not so much of a fluid article as it as it more is it as it is more of talking points and bullets bullet points there you go uh, two majority shareholders of breakout beer star treehouse brewing paid themselves excessive salaries um, surreptitiously surreptitiously um, investing a $16 million in real estate holdings and cheated a minority shareholder out cheated a minority shareholder out of proceeds according to a recent lawsuit filed in Hampden Superior Court. Eric Granger, a 2% shareholder in the wildly successful business, filed a complaint on November 15th against majority shareholders Nathan P. Lanier and Damien L. Goudreau. Uh, a quote from the lawsuit says, Treehouse is one of the top breweries in the world. Despite Treehouse's impressive and sustained financial performance, Lanier and Goudreau continued to deprive grandeur and, in the past, former minority shareholders from enjoying any real financial benefit from their ownership stake, including historic refusal to issue dividends to shareholders. Granger also argues the majority shareholders created two limited liability corporations designed to amass $13 million in real estate, including a million-dollar waterfront home in Sandwich that is next to the brewery there. The lawsuit also lists other alleged infractions, including the company altering an old criminal background check on Granger to bolster its application for a pouring license in Deerfield from the state's Alcoholic Beverage Control Commission. Granger filed a complaint with the state agency when he discovered it. The commission on September 6th issued a written warning to Treehouse after conducting an investigation according to the complaint. The lawsuit also says 
Lanier and Goudreau bought ultra-luxury vehicles for themselves and their family members, including Tesla, a Ranger Rover, Mercedes, and an Audi Q8 valued at $110,000 alone. Wow, that's a that, that's a that's a a wild accusation. Um, I'm not on one side or the other, but I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire, and it it seems like this guy either had a beef with them or is just trying to seek uh, their his fair share. Um, did you read about this? Have you heard about this? What do you think? I just heard about like, yeah, some shareholders were like privileged where others were just the real investors. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they were kind of frauded out. Um, hold on. I, 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 I don't want to be sued, but that's how I understood it. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah. No, no, no yeah, you're right. That, uh, that's why I see. Uh, that's why so I see it. It, it seems like it's going to be a fraud litigation suit, right? More or less. Yeah. And, and it seems Versus like. Versus actual theft or larceny or i don't know what misrepresentation is fraud right so yeah yeah i I just think they they want to be compensated for their investments in um let's just say like you invested like twenty thousand dollars in a company and they took that twenty thousand and then they enriched themselves but you never saw like uh um what do they call it uh rate of uh, dividend whatever yeah, like uh, like you invested it and then your twenty thousand never turned it into anything. Like they, their stake turned turned them into millionaires. And at the end of the day, if you wanted to buy out or you know get cash out, then they're like, oh, here's your twenty thousand back. Like, dude, I gave you twenty thousand. Like you're supposed to turn it into something. There's no return on investment, and it, that's what it sounds, sounds like, like. Sounds like Ryan Howard. <laughs> you always got to bring him back to the office, don't you? Oh, my office covers everything. <laughs> Sexual harassment, we got you there. Uh, yeah, uh, investing in, in a startup, we got you. So, all right, so so Treehouse is like pretty big. So it's a pretty big. It's a craft beer it's not like you know like a sam adams right or dogfish head or or sierra nevada but it's pretty big and it just sounds like it was it's owners squabbling because i don't think i've heard anything um i first heard this through haze boys on uh, on instagram and some other instagram uh, and then i uh accounts and i've also um looked at, looked it looked it up on the internet um as far as you know, I just wanted other sources of what was going on, and it seems just seems like owners or you know owners like big investors and owners um, squabbling with each other on who owns what. And I haven't heard anything from like employees of Treehouse, like front of house and you know beer tenders and uh, social media um, content uh, providers and all that stuff. Uh, um, raise any stink over it so it just sounds like a bunch of millionaires um yelling at each other i mean yeah like what did you call it misappropriation of funds and yeah. you know I, I get what you're saying too like like you know like sam adams and like sierra nevada and like dogfish Head, they're kind of up there and again this is just my my like tier my my, my personal echelon i don't yeah. don't like get get 
you know, going to get, don't lawyer up with me just because I'm saying this. <laughs> but yeah, like, like, you know, like, uh, like, like Treehouse, you know, when you think of them, you know, they do bomb ass releases and have that just kind of like Russian River over here or, uh, yeah. Who's those guys that do Dark Lord? Uh, um, Three Floyds. Three Floyds, yeah, like Three Floyds and Dark, like, like you know, like those guys who got the, they got a cult following there, and I mean that in a positive way. I'm not just saying the, you know, they're they're blind sheep just buying their beer. Right. They just they, uh, you know, they're definitely crowd creators in in the space, and yeah, it just seems like they're at a level where you know they're successful. You know, like, you know, like Russian River could just do a random, you know, Pliny the Younger drop and just, you know, uh, add their accounts if needed. So uh, Treehouse could probably do, or will, can do the same, not will, right. can do the same, just like, you know, Three Floyds and a um, couple other ones out there I, I might be forgetting. Again, don't, don't sue me because I forgot, but the, the, like, <laughs> you know, they're, they're at a level where they're, uh, they're, they're, they're popular enough in the space to, to get, make some money in this space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep, that's right. So yeah, so so yeah. If someone told you or told me like, "Hey, you want to invest in Russian River?" I always think I'd be thinking like, "Dude, that's a great investment because right, they could yeah. just oh release this beer at will." At the same time, not all the time too. Just you know, create the demand for it, and bam, I'll get something back. And by something, I mean more than I put in. Yeah. And, and coming from the business side, I mean, you put in some money and it's not like you get, uh, unless the contract you sign is like gives you dividends or, or some liquid cash. It's like your money is in there. It's invested and you might get a return, but that means you, you might have to also buy out or get paid out and then you, you don't have the investment anymore. It's not like you, you keep getting money off of your investment. It all depends on how you it's structured in the beginning too. So just because this lawsuit claims one thing, they have he the this Granger guy has to prove it in a court of law. Anyway. All right. He needs um, the receipts. <laughs> cash some receipts, motherfucker. All right. Um that's all I have today. Uh, there wasn't a lot in the, the beer news story. That was the big one. That was a big hubbub. And to be honest. I, it doesn't say what with Tesla they that they they bought themselves, but from what I hear and from other Tesla from Tesla owners and shit uh, articles online, um, Teslas are junk. They're a crappy car. Like don't don't buy a Tesla. That's what I'm saying. If something breaks down or or you know if you get in an accident, good luck trying to get replacement parts. You ain't gonna get it. And they're they're put together poorly too. They, they they are not a good carpet com- company. That's all I gotta yeah. say. I I know I have two friends that own a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, one returned his, so he doesn't own his anymore. Okay. The other one has it still, but doesn't drive it. <laughs> Was he? keeps it in the box so he can resell it for yeah. a higher price <laughs> okay put it this way if he knows he's going to work him back and he's got a bit of a commute maybe like a 45 minute commute yeah um that's it that he'll take it that day but if he's got to go run errands or do something um he'll take his regular car just because of the reliability and uh mm. i guess he's got he had issues with misinformation on the battery oh gotcha all right are the are the, the the mileage left, if you will? 
Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I I, I yeah. totally get that. Like, uh, I my, I bought my car in 2016. I'm looking yeah. maybe to get another car in in two years, and I'm looking at hybrid more than a, an EV. I mean that thought, and yeah. and you know, and and that's the thing too. He says like, um, where he lives, there's a lot of places that are are you know, it, it's pretty, uh, it, it's pretty. What do I want to say? There's a good population there. So yeah. like the, the local um, plazas and stuff like that will get EV charging stations. Yeah. But when he goes there, or I'm sorry, Tesla charging stations. But when he goes there, it's like the old technology. So it's mm. like it's not even worth parking in that spot, plugging it in, going to the store, coming back out. He's not going to get nothing on his car. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, 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 inf- it's the like, infrastructure it, it, isn't it, there. It, yeah. But the thing is, the the plaza thinks they got this deal on this this you know charging station, charging yeah. station but it's the old technology but like uh. he'll go to other places that do have the more modern ones and oh yeah he'll hook it up there too so <laughs> the the convenience of charging still isn't there right give me a 110 three plug three three prong outlet there you go <laughs> all right I remember when uh yeah it, remember in Demolition Man how they put that nitrous no I'm sorry. <laughs> that's right I thought he exploded the car with that exactly claim <laughs> insurance all right <laughs> all right man that's all I got for the beer news I mean I know we were a little wax poetic a little bit uh, more than what I brought up but uh so you know what that means right I think I do. Means it's time for everyone's favorite segment on Cold Brew is because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the Cold Brew List. So let me ask you this. Hmm. On Thanksgiving, besides turkey, what do you think of today? Oh, the only other thing I think of on Thanksgiving besides turkey and maybe family is football, NFL football. Well, football should be before family. Mm. Kidding, 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 kidding. Oh wow. No. Wow. I, well, hold on, I, hold on. I, I take my let, let me get let me clip this part of the audio and send it to your wife. Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I was gonna say my wife and kids, of course, would be with me at football. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, anyway. All right. Let's continue. Why do you ask? Oh, because we're going to, we're a little behind, but we're going to fill in with some Coach's Corner. Ah, it's about time. For those of you that are new to the show, uh, mid-season, we do a uh, ranking or an update of the new NFL coaches uh, that got hired this year. And uh, we have five uh, coaches, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, Denver Broncos, uh, Panthers, yep. and um, Texans, and Colts all got new coaches, and we have a new participant in the realm. Yes, we do. So we'll start with, yes, we'll start from Mr. Straight Out of Compton himself, Antonio <laughs> Pierce. I thought he was from New York, but all right. Uh, no, he, he's, he's uh, that was part of his press conferences. 
Uh, yeah. He grew up in a town ta- in a time when the L.A. Raiders were the L.A. Raiders. You know, he grew up in L.A. Yeah. I, I, um, what I meant was because he played in, in New uh, York for the Giants. Yeah. In fact, I, I want to get into that. I like I, I liked him. I admired him. I, I knew him on the Giants. He was yeah. he was he was a good linebacker for, for them. Um, you know, as far Super as Bowl linebackers champ, go. Yeah. What, what, was he on one team or two teams? I know I know he was in the first one. I'm I'm gonna look. You keep going. I'll look. Okay. Um. Yeah, but as as far as linebackers go, I I mean, and of course, everyone knows uh, Lawrence Taylor is a yeah New York's number one linebacker. Although you know, today in today's game he'd be an edge, and in today's game he'd be you know still throwing fools around too. So <laughs> right. Uh, but I mean, other than yeah, I mean, other than uh, him and uh, the Honey Jones. Uh, yeah, I don't know too many uh, New York linebackers that that you know come to to front of mind when uh, when you talk about it. And uh, yeah, you know he was on I, the he was on the uh, the Giants when they beat the the Patriots um, in two thousand Super Bowl forty two. So was that the first time or the second? Time? Uh, that was in two thousand and eight. So the second time. Oh really? So he wasn't on the first time. Who was he with then the first time? Uh, or or who's he coach? Oh, hold on. Keep uh, keep 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 uh, talking about what, what you were talking about. My bad, man. My bad. Yeah, you're really you're really uh, dragging shit up. I do. Okay. Long story short, he got done with playing. He got into coaching. I know he did the college level. In fact, um, some people were thinking too his college days might catch up with him because there was some sort of scandal at, at ASU with recruiting. Yeah. Uh, so he left. Uh, with that said, he got on with the Raiders, and um, the Raiders got rid of Josh McDaniel and inserted him in week nine. And he took the Raiders. Uh, he he did a he double dick, dipped in double dick. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Hey, family show. He double dipped uh, in New York, where he beat the Giants and then the Jets. Uh, then most recently, they lost to the uh, Dolphins by only seven points. They lost twenty to thirteen. So a respectable game. And um, wow, uh, McDaniel's out only after his second year, right? This is his second yeah. year. Yep. Or was his second year? So he's three and one in our coach's corner. And let's go back to the. Uh, the team of uh, the host here, the Arizona Cardinals, Jonathan Gannon. We left off in week five, and wow, they straddled off five straight losses. Lost to Cincy, lost at the Rams, lost at Seattle. So that's two division losses. Then uh, lost to Baltimore and uh, lost at Cleveland. So that's two um, AFC North division losses. Yep. But then they beat Atlanta at home. And then they lose to Houston. Um, you know, other than the Cleveland game and the Rams game, you could argue Cincy. I mean, they were in it with Seattle. They lost uh, twenty to ten. Um, Cleveland, they got blown out. They twenty-seven nothing. Uh, and then Houston, they lost twenty-one sixteen. So, um, was uh, was Murray back that game? No, was he, Murray was, was he, When did he, he come back? Uh, the week ten versus Atlanta. 
when they hosted Atlanta. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they won 25-23, so that was a close one. But then right. yeah, they uh they still hung in there with Houston. Um so Gannon's uh, uh record right now is 2 and 9. That's right. Oh Going back to to Pierce, yeah, that, that was the first uh, year that the Giants uh, beat the Patriots in uh, 2008 Super Bowl, 2007 season, 2008 Super Bowl, and then the Giants went back in 2011. Was he on that team still? Uh, no, I don't believe so. He was just on the first one. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Uh, there was a lot of Giants that retired, though, huh? Yeah, yeah. Didn't, after uh, that first one, yeah. retire. Yeah. After the first one, and and the barber guy did, the, or was barber? T- uh, I don't want to open the can of worms again. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're just talking about Pierce. He was on the first one, not the second one. Okay. All right. Now, uh, Sean Payton and the Broncos. They, they, um, well, week five they lost to the Jets. Surprisingly, these days, <laughs> um, they lost. Uh, um, I don't know. It's not on there. Okay. Oh yeah, then, I, I fucked up on that one. My bad. Would they lose that? Uh, I'll look it up. Okay. I'm gonna say Kansas City. <laughs> okay. No, they played Kansas City. Um, but then what I want to say is they started off five and one, and then they win four in a row, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So they they beat Green Bay in a close one, nineteen to seven. Oh, there it is. Kansas City. Yeah, they upset Kansas City 24-9. They had a bye week, week nine. And then they beat Buffalo 24-22. And then um, they beat Minnesota 21-20. So the team that got blown out 70-20 to is definitely on the come up. Oh, yeah. They, they, that was the Packers that, it, that, that I messed up on that. The 1917 or 1908, they lost to the the Packers in week six. Oh no, the 1917, they, they beat the Green Bay Packers. What am I looking at then? Oh, That's 19. Right, I, I oh, the Chiefs. It, it was the Chiefs. It was the Chiefs that they lost to in Kansas City, 19 to eight. My bad. Okay. Now I was looking at the I was looking at their 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 schedule. Um, the 2023 schedule and I got confused. My bad. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Your boy Frank Wright, Carolina Panthers. Oof. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Real quick. Uh, so Sean Payton is now what five and five? Yeah, yeah. And they got Kansas City or no uh, Cleveland this week, and people are thinking they're going to beat them. Six in a row, right? Or five in a row. It'll be five in a row. Uh, Frank Wright, Carolina Panthers. Um, Well, week five, they lost at Detroit, um, 42-24. They lost at Miami the week after, um, 42-21. They had a bye week. uh, Then they beat the Houston Texans, 15-13, for their first win of the season. Then they lost to Indy, lost to Chicago, and then a close one, 16-13. And then they lost to Dallas. And that brings them to 
one and nine yep. under the the uh, Frank Reich regime. Yeah, uh, the 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 number one seed in the draft as of right now. Right. Yeah, but is it theirs? Yeah. No. It's oh the no, Bears, no. Huh? that's right. It's a, yeah, the Bears have owned it. Yes, you're right. All right. Uh, next, Houston Texans, D'Amico Ryans. Um, picking up at week five after going uh, two and two. They lost to Atlanta, but then they beat New Orleans, had a bye, lost a close one to Carolina, like I just mentioned, 15 13. And then they beat Tampa Bay in a close one at 39 37. And then they beat Cincy, and then they beat your Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> so Mine. that puts D'Amico after 11 weeks at. Six and four. The only uh, winning coach so far on our uh, on your board. Yes, because he played your team. Yep. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Stain. St- how do you say it? St- Steichen. Steichen. Yeah. Uh, that's what I. That's the way I've Steichen? heard it pronounced. Yes. All right. So he started off uh, two and two, but then week five he beat Tennessee, then lost to Jacksonville. Um, lost to Cleveland in a close one at 39-38 lost to New Orleans uh, then beat Carolina and beat New England in a close one 10-6 to, 10 to 6, and then he has a bye yeah that was the one that was in Frankfurt, Germany and that was a terrible game on both ends oh yeah yeah, yeah. terrible game even the Germans gave up oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon. All right, man. So um, with that, though, I just wanted to make some notes. That I know I talked about Antonio Pierce first. I probably should have saved him for last. Mm, um, yeah. But um, with, uh, with, with you know, the, All the, the job of NFL head coach, the, yeah, a the lot of turnover. Um, so comes other turnover. So when the Raiders fired McDaniel, they also got rid of Mick Lombardi, their OC, and um, their QB coach, Bo Hard- Hardigree, as well. And then the Buffalo Bills made some changes, too. Oh, no, they no, fired no, Kate no. Uh, Bo Hardigree took over as the OC. Oh, I, 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 I misrep. I misread that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the OC was out with McDaniels. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Bills, although they still have their, their coach in place, was um, uh, Ken Dorsey was fired. I remember Dorsey out of University of Miami, and uh, yeah. the Niners even drafted him. You yeah. Know, they gave him a look. Yeah, they, they had him for at least a year, maybe two. Yeah. And then... Um, you know, he was he was a late, I want to say like a sixth round pick or maybe seventh, but it was part of that whole uh, Bill Walsh philosophy of always draft a quarterback. Because number one, yeah. you never know. Number two, always want to make sure, uh, you know, the, the quarterback knows that there's someone there. The, yeah, you know? and, and didn't they, I think Dorsey won a championship with them, right? If I'm not mistaken, national championship? Um, or they might have went to the game and lost it. Okay. I, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, he was with the with the whole the U. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Was it Toretta? Maybe, maybe I'm thinking Toretta. Around time and stuff. I, no, way after Toretta. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. And then the 
This was a big one too because of the, I guess, the historicness of it. Was uh, the Steelers fired Matt Canada? Now, now I'm saying Canada is a historic coach. Just the Steelers, they, they um, they're known for holding on to coaches for a long time, yep. and especially assistant coaches. And they said the last time they fired an assistant coach midseason or a coach midseason too was uh, like in the 40s, <laughs> and that coach was also a co-owner as well. So the guy <laughs> fired himself. I think yeah, the, the the Steelers have been around since like the yeah the 40s. And they've only had like two head coaches, Chuck Knox and yeah. Mike Tomlin. <laughs> uh, Bill Cower. Oh, that's right. I forgot that guy. Yeah. Two Bowl champ, Bill Cower. Yeah. So, so they've had three coaches in, in 70 yeah. years. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, for those of you that, that may have forgot or never heard, uh, I'm a big fan of, of uh, the Pat McAfee show. I listen to it daily. Right. And he, um, he, he is from Pittsburgh. So he's got some love for the Steelers, and he was big on this. And, and one of his boys that's on the show with him is is a you know diehard Steelers fan, and um, he wasn't a fan of the replacement because they do a uh, a, a run uh, a, a passing game coach and a running game coach, which is something the Niners do as well. But you know everyone knows that the Niners organization Shanahan's the head coach but right. they, they even did that in the hardball days where, where hardball did um, the passing plays and uh, Roman did the running plays so um, it's it's interesting yeah but you have to decide like is this a running down or a passing down and sometimes they they, they com there's a com conflict in there right um, but yeah I'd be I mean who The proof is in the pudding. Like if, you know, the, the Steelers are like six and four right now. It's not like they're hurting. That I think that was the biggest surprise is the fact that they have a winning record, and they're like, uh, you know, we're gonna try someone else. The Bills too. They were they weren't losing. I think they were five and five when they got rid of Dorsey. But at the same time, um, their offense, who's supposed to be like this vaunted offense, um, and. They, they just wasn't they weren't producing uh, the Raiders they got rid of the OC because they got rid of the head coach and they're like ah we're gonna get rid of everybody you know why not start afresh right uh, but, also too I yeah. know I know Mick Lombardi was also um, an assistant in uh, New England it's, it's kind of maybe you could just wash that whole McDaniels um, yeah, New England system New out of here right you know And, and I think they got rid of one or two um, players that they brought from New England to the Raiders because they just wanted to get rid of the whole vibe, um, which I totally agree. And McDaniel's already had a stint in before as a head coach, if you remember, in Denver, and he left a stink over there too. All right. Yeah. And then, the, uh, and then you asked me throughout the week, like, who do you think is on the hot seat? And some of the names that I've seen and and I to I totally believe uh, is uh, Staley from the the Chargers, um, Belichick. I'm like really Belichick, but at the same time they're not going to fire him. The, I think if Belichick leaves the Patriots this season, they'll come out with the press release saying he he quit, like he 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 decided to to leave, and not like he he got fired. But Staley, I think, is going to get fired. Rivera, um, I you know you know I listen to Bill Simmons, and on Sundays him and Cousin Sal, 
they called him uh, instead of Riverboat Ron, they called him Robot Ron because he is not the same guy he was during that 15 to 1 season back in uh, was Super Bowl 50 they went to in 2015. I forgot when it was. 16. Anyway, I think 16, yeah. Um, yeah. So they have uh, and so Staley, Belichick, uh, Rivera, and. Even Frank Wright, I've, I've heard Frank Wright's name uh, floated out there. I know he just got to uh, Carolina, but they I don't know how influential he was with their draft to get... Um, dude, I can't even think of the, guy, the, the quarterback's name right now. Bryce? What's his name? Bryce Young? Yeah, Bryce Young. He uh, He's not panning out. Like Obviously, Stroud is doing way better than him, and... They got all these veterans to help um, Bryce, and they just haven't done shit. Obviously, they're one and nine right now. Prob- right now, they're uh, in the lead for the the first pick of the draft, which is actually the the first pick in the second round because the Bears own their first pick, or their first round pick. Um, so yeah, the, I've heard Frank Reich's name floated out there as like they are unhappy with. How things are going this year there is no signs of improvement or i mean dude they were like one win away one touchdown away dj moore had dj moore not took off his helmet after they scored that touchdown they 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 might have won that game against i think it was houston um or was it the colts anyway regardless they were one win away last year from the playoffs now they're like uh one win away from Getting the second round, uh, second pick in the first round. So I've heard is. Uh, have you heard of any other uh, coaches? Any other names getting floated out there as being gone after this year? No, I, I think you covered it. I, I heard. Um, well, you know, here's the thing though, too. Um, now that you mentioned it, if I'm just saying hypothetically, if, yeah. if Belichick leaves. I mean, does the do the Raiders make a play for him? Mm, I've heard, I've i I heard Chargers. Yeah, I've heard Chargers too. That's the thing. I was like, well, I'm just saying, like, 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 you know, Pierce is the interim coach, and, right. and that's great. However, is is he really the? Uh, is he the guy? The yeah. But do they want a defensive guy, like, or do they want a, an offensive mind? Oh yeah, speaking of defensive guys, I heard Salah. Salah might be gone. Oh yeah, but but it's not really his fault. Like fucking Rogers got hurt. It, I I get that, but yeah, it just kind of like, yeah. What do I want to say? It's like everything was there for him to do it, and it it, it didn't work. And like, th- does does he have the, uh, I guess the the coaching prowess to, to work with uh, with the team now where you know you're gonna have to start paying some guys some money so other guys gotta go, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause... Especially because because Robert or because even uh, Rogers supposedly next year his contract gets crazy too. So it's like. Who's gonna go? I mean, I I know like Sauce Gardner and that that Wilson guy are still under the rookie contracts and and they're they're good, but 
it's like, do you start giving up some O-line or some linebackers or, or you know, what's the give? Yeah. Or, I mean, if even if uh, Rodgers renegotiates, okay, cool. But then the, they're, they're guys that are going to be natural free agents, too. It's kind of like, you know, if they resign, they want to raise, right? Yeah. No, yeah, no kidding. Uh, I'm I'm on their their the contract website right now. Was it a sport track? Oh, I like over the cap, but that's me. Uh, let me see who is expiring this year. Uh, expires uh, 2024. Uh, Carl Austin, Chuck Clark, Dalvin Cook. That guy's in the shit. I, didn't they fucking just get him from Minnesota? Yeah. He's, he's three years. Um, Bryce Hall is 2024. I mean, his Bryce Hall's coming up. Quentin Jefferson, uh, Randall Cobb. Ah, Randall Cobb. Fuck that guy. He's he's already over the hill. He's done. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like like you said, uh, Solomon Thomas. I think is coming up too. Bryce Hall, and where is uh? Trying to look for Garrett Wilson. Is he still under rookie contract for another year? Well, yeah, maybe two. I okay. mean, I know him and Sauce Gardner are are um, it, they're like second year guys, so they're good. Oh, Brees Hall. I, I, there is a Bryce Hall, but Brees Hall is not until twenty twenty six. So he's he's got a couple more years. And Roger says he wants to come back. I don't. I I doubt if he's going to come back this year. Uh, but next oh, yeah. year, yeah. I mean, next year's a different story. Yeah. I don't know if uh, if well, I don't I don't watch Undisputed because I can't stand Skip Bayless, but yeah. I do like some topics because uh, Richard Sherman, Keyshawn Johnson, but yeah, Richard Sherman is very wary on him coming back so soon. Uh, Skip Bayless is totally against it. He thinks that the even though he had surgery and things are in place, just the natural healing isn't there. And Keyshawn just like, come on, he's just trying to hype up the 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 locker room he's not coming back you know <laughs> yeah Keyshawn just kind of kind of like you know revealing the magician secrets here like <laughs> you, you, you're not coming back you know you're, you're trying to motivate the guys and stuff but and then it goes and then what why like, come to what the the seventh seed and play all the games on the road you know if, if, they're, if they're lucky they get the seventh seed if they're fucking lucky right exactly yeah, he comes back in the December twenty. If if the on December twenty fourth, I think that that's the the date they said he might come back. Um, if he's available, and they're like out of it, he ain't coming back. Like why? What, what's the fucking point? Right. And oh, Garrett Wilson is under contract until twenty twenty eight, according to this. Oh, so maybe he was a second round pick. Uh, where's Wilson? Was there he is? Uh, oh, 27. Excuse me, 27, 2027. Four years, 20.5 million. So, how's your breach treating you, man? Okay, gone. Very nice. I just have a little bit left. Um, so you had, uh, was it Fireside Chat? Was it called? Yeah, 21st Amendment. Oh. Nice. Two one A. <laughs> oh yeah, F-C. that's right. It's a winter ale. Uh, what would you like to rate this at? I'm gonna give it a four point one. 
Ooh, okay, all right. Uh, this is an overall rating right now of 3.63. Ten of our friends have rated it for an overall rating of 3.41. And we're going to have a 4.1. I like it. Uh, what notes would you like to leave? Uh, malty. Wintery. <laughs> and sweet. Wintery. And sweet. Nice. Save. Check in. And hold on. Let me let me see who who else have has rated it from our friends list. Uh, Kane M, John W, Ulysses B, Aztec seventy seven, Roshim A. Uh, Rachel B, that's my buddy Rachel um, Birkowski, the professor of beer, beer school. She gave it a 2.5. Well, she didn't like it. She's not a big fan. Uh, Jace gave it a, he checked in on it. Uh, Kyra Lynn gave it a 1.25. I'm, I'm all giving you like the bullshit fucking, <laughs> the haters. Aztec 77 music gave it a 3. Hefe gave it a 4.25 though. Eric Stump, here we go. Eric Stump gave it a ah. He didn't give it nothing. He just checked in. And uh, I dig coasters. Clifford Cove gave it a 4.5. And Chris Toadvan H. Uh, tank. What is it? Take stank pictures. He gave it a 4.0. So you're right there with Chris. The Toad Man uh, stank uh, pictures. Um, all right, so I had by paperback. Let me look this one up real quick. Uh, let me get out of all this bullshit. Uh, check and see here. Paperback. Santa. What? Oh, there it is. It came up. I didn't even have to finish was. Uh, I, I guess I should have rated it before I looked it up because it's a, now it's going to bias me. But I give it a 4.2. Um, has an overall rating of 3.82. And one of our friends have rated it at a 4.25. Check in. I am going to... Hold on. Let me go to 4.2. Let me slide it over to 4.2. And I'm going to say sweet and drop. Call. Save. Check in. Let's see which one of our friends has rated it. And it is. Oh, Nastasia T. And she's out of Oklahoma. Every once in a while, she's a registered nurse, so or a traveling nurse. So sometimes she comes down here to Arizona. Um, couple things I want to talk about. Um. Beside the uh, beside the beer we're drinking, uh, so I went to uh, Total Wine the other day, right? And this was on Sunday. I went to Total Wine on Sunday. All right, so uh, back up a little bit, rewind. It's Thursday Thanksgiving. Back this previous Sunday, um, my ex, her her brother came out. He hasn't come out in a while. He had a heart attack like four years ago, five years ago. And he's been battling some, you know, chronic illnesses, 
whatnot and surgeries and, and treatments and stuff. And he came out here this uh, weekend. Um, he didn't stay for Thanksgiving, so he hadn't come out here for such a long time. Um, my ex, um, her mom, who lives with her, uh, wanted Thanksgiving out here because her son was out here. And she had, they hadn't been together since um, 2000, I want to say uh, 2019. And so it was, it was cool. We, so we had, we, I had two Thanksgiving this, this weekend. I had one on Sunday and I had one on Thanksgiving proper. Anyway, my story is I went to, on Sunday, I went to Total Wine and I, I got some wine. So they have this one wine, this Pinot Noir that, that just rated like number one on a list that they sent to me on their mailer on email. And so I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll get this this wine. I'll have celebration because you sent me that one earlier in the day. You had gotten celebration IPA. It's one of my favorites by Sierra Nevada. So I'm like, I'm going to get this beer and I look for it. And anyway, so I, I got the wine and then I go into the refrigerator section and the shelves and there's there's nothing. Right. So I go over to the, the little counter where they, they have where they do some pours. And. I'm waiting for the whoever is behind the counter to deal with the customer. And I turn around. I see it on an end cap. So I, I saw a Celebration IPA on an end cap. I got it. It was warm. So I had to wait for it. By, by the time I got to uh, my daughter's house, I had to put it in the freezer. And Anyway, beside the point. I get there, right? And and um, I'm, I, was, I was about to ask where the Celebration IPA was. And so I'm waiting behind uh, another customer and I see the celebration. So I'm like, oh, I have another question, right? So I, I asked the girl behind the counter about Bourbon County brand stout. And she says, oh, I don't work here. Ask him. So there's another guy like in front of the counter, white shirt, black pants. You know what I'm talking about with the little earpiece. And... And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm in charge of the beer section. I'm like, oh, perfect. All right. So what variants are you going to get for Bourbon County Brand Stout this year? And he's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, um, it is a stout that comes out every year on Black Friday that is put out by uh, Goose Island. And he's like, oh. Well, let me look it up. So he gets, he has his little, his, it looks like a phone, right? A little handheld. And he types in Bourbon County Brent Stout, punches, he types in Bourbon County and he gets it. So he, and then he selects it and he's like, oh, we're out of stock right now. I'm like, yeah, okay. I understand that. I go, they put out every Black Friday. It comes out every Black Friday. I was just wondering, which variants are you going to get? Because they have different um, barrel aging processes that they do. What Which ones do you have? And he said, well, we're out of stock right now. I go, okay, do you know which ones are going to come in? I go, he says, no, no, I don't. I'm like, oh, okay. And that was it. Like, I didn't want to school him. I didn't want to make him look like an idiot. I didn't want to, like, belittle him. I didn't want to be one of those fucking beer snobs. But I was fucking highly disappointed in that. He's like, 
I, I just got, you know, the head of this department like a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I, I just left it at that. I didn't want to, you know, just, you know, fuck with him. So I was, but I was like, I was fucking disappointed, man. I was disappointed that he did not know what variants they were going to get. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, yeah. I don't know if he was dumb or just plain dumb, really dumb. <laughs> but yeah. At the same time, it's funny because you could probably call like the store in Glendale and, and find out exactly what they have. You know, what I, mean? I, I could. Yeah, I, I could have went. Actually, I really I could have went up to customer service, asked for the manager yeah. and the manager might have known because that guy or girl's been around, you know, for a season or two. Right. I just go walk back and receiving and say, oh, the men's room's <laughs> not here. What's on that cart over there? So. <laughs> Anyway, I'm, I'm gonna go back on Friday and, and see what they got. I hope I get the bananas foster. That that, that was that's a, that, that's all I wanted to ask him. Like, if he had known, like, uh. Anyway, if he was a beer guy, he wasn't a beer guy. He just got put in, in charge of that section, so he'll learn. He'll learn eventually. But I, I didn't want to be that guy, you know, the one that guy that that knows more than you. That wasn't me. Meme of Ron Swanson, like I know more than you. Yeah, I thought it inside, but I didn't want to live it out. I don't want to yeah. act it out. Don't hurt yourself. Anyway, hey, did you watch any football today? You know it. Damn, man. Um, I uh, so I I I. I you know, I'm here out in Arizona. I have uh, betting naps. I've talked to you about my bets. Um, I won a few bets. I won. I lost a few bets. I put a bet on the games today. Um, I didn't do the the spreads or the who's gonna win the money line. What I did with the was a parlay of the unders and overs. Mm -hmm. So I put uh, over on the Lions Packers game. I put the over on the Cowboys Commanders game. And I also and I put the under on the 49ers Seahawks game. And you know what's funny is because I hit both overs on the first two games and I pushed on the third game on the, the 49ers uh Seahawks game. I pushed it. 44 points, mm. and that was the total. And so they gave me a payout of the first two games only. So I was wondering how they were, how they were going to do that with the with the parlay. So they took the first yeah. two games and combined them and gave me the payout for that. On the third game, they left it blank. So um, had I hit on all three, I would have because of the boost that they have. They 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 offer you incentives, right? Um, yeah. I would have I, on a ten dollar bet, I would have made uh, seventy seven dollars. But because the 49ers lost, I ended up making forty-five dollars. Huh. So not not, not bad. bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had a I had a good day today. I had a good betting day. I can't believe uh, California hasn't fucking passed an amendment or a proposition or anything to let you guys bet yet. On the on it wasn't on this last ballot, but on the ballot before. Do you, did you vote on the ballot like to to be able to bet like on a sports app or were you against it or you, did you care? I didn't care. 
<laughs> All right. It's still kind of fun though. It's still kind of fun. And we we will do our 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 Super Bowl Super Bowl bets so. though. We'll do that. All right. All right, man. Anything else you'd like to add to this episode of Cold Brew Podcast? No, nah, man. I'm good. Cool. All right. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew Podcast. I am Greg. He is Social Chromatic, and we like to wish you cheers. Antonic. We raise the ball and we put it in your ear, no matter who you are.